Reclaimed Audio, upcycling and making with reclaimed materials. Hey guys, welcome to the Reclaimed Audio podcast. I am here with the amazing Tim Sway, the awesome Phil Finsky, and uh, who is that guy right there? Uh, don't worry about me. I'm just, I'm just hiding in the background. Nobody pays How attention. I feel guy, like Eeyore right now. <laughs> How did this guy get into our Google Hangout? I don't understand. I don't know, but what I want to know is who who are you? Who's the host of the show, man? Oh, yeah. Who are uh, you? I am Matt DeResta. I am the artist formerly known as Ratboy. <laughs> the artist formerly known as Ratboy. I no longer go by that handle. That was kind of a gag that whole Dirty Money show went into. Uh, we could get into that if you want. If not, it's all good. Don't worry about it, Rapport. Yeah, I'm just... <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's going to get You put a lot of trouble. emphasis on formally, Tim. Oh, oh I missed that part. <laughs> Welcome to my world, Matt. Now you know what I put up with on a regular basis. Matt, it's a pleasure to have you here. Yeah. Thank Thanks you. for doing this, Thank bud. You. We appreciate yeah. it. I'm honored to so, be here, really. I, I am inspired, inspired every single day by all of you guys. I just want to get that out there very quickly. Okay. Hey, man, you're welcome. Thanks, no problem. Man. Group hug. Yeah. You, you got it. Phil, <laughs> 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 so, so why don't you get us going here? Uh, this is episode 17, March 2nd, 2016. Uh, thank you for joining us. Our top Patreon supporters are Stu Morrison, The Godfather, Jimmy DeResta, Izzy Swan, Luis Gonzalez, Trustin Timber, and Sean Petty. Welcome, Matt DeResta, to the show. Uh, since you are the guest, why don't you tell us what you're working on these days? A lot of stuff. Me and my dad, we literally make probably seven to eight items per day. Whether they wow. get finished or not is one thing, but literally we have seven to eight things going on, you know, in one day, and we'll kind of jump back and forth from project to project. You know, one thing will be drawing with polyurethane over here, one thing will be drawing with wood fill over here, we'll be sanding over here, you know, we'll be actually assembling over here. So we always have a lot of stuff going on. Uh, right now, today, uh, we're working on some shelves. For a uh, a fan of Dirty Money, actually, and she saw the dartboard episode, and she saw that Jimmy burned the dartboard with a torch, so she wanted the shelves to be burned with the torch. So we did that today, and then we polyurethane over the torch. It looks amazing. Um, we're working on some other shelves that are, I don't know what you would call it, octagon, hexagon. It's six sides, all with mitered cuts, whatever that would be. Um, and then those are going to go flat on the wall. I have no idea what it is. But those are going to go <laughs> flat on the wall. So that's another style of shelf that we're doing. Cool. Um, we're working on some big, cool old a couple of pictures on Instagram about those. Uh, we've been kind of working on those for a while. And, uh, I mean, I could go on and on. We have orders and orders and orders. There's just a lot of stuff going on. You've got like basic orders and no special projects you have going on. Well, that's that's the 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 business, the the stuff that actually uh, for me personally, uh, I'm working on a couple of videos right now. Oh, Oops, sorry. I am uh, I'm doing a video for uh, Triton Tools. If you heard of them, um, mm -hmm. they're a pretty cool company. I believe they're pretty new. 
they sent me out a planer, so I'm going to be doing a video kind of doing some work with the planer and showing the planer and how it works and all that. Uh, so I'm going to be doing a video for them. I'm doing a video. Uh, I recently signed a one-year deal with them, and they sent me out their whole line of tools. So I'm going to build a really cool shelf slash kind of case slash kind of display to hold all the grippers and micro jigs and uh, push sticks and what do you call them, the, the, uh, the tapering jigs. You know, they have a lot of cool stuff. Right. They, they, also, have, uh, really, they also have really cool, uh, when you make leads for table saws or band saws, they have metal bottoms so you don't have to make the, you know, the wooden three-quarter inch that always expand and contrast and oh, it always gets tight or yeah. gets loose. Yeah, they make runners out of metal that literally you can adjust like this. I don't know if you'll be able to see me or not, but you could adjust them and make them wider or thinner. So it's really cool and, and they slide perfectly every time. So I'm going to be doing a video on how to use those. I just got in contact with Saw Stop and they're sending me out a Saw Stop, which is amazing. It, it blows my mind every time I think about it. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to, once I get that, which should be sometime soon. I'm going to be making a whole new line of sleds because obviously the sleds I have now will not work, uh, and I'm going to use all the things the micro sent out to me. Awesome. And one last thing, real quick. I, one last thing, real quick. I know I've been yeah. talking a lot. Um, I'm also another video that's probably going to be the next video to come out is I am making a stand for my portable band so that it could slip into and be a stationary bandsaw for metal, slip out of, and be a portable bandsaw for metal. So that's what I'm working on now, personally. Cool. Nice. Yeah. So you're not really doing much, huh? <laughs> Jesus. Dude, lazy. Do we something. Have, we have a saying in our family, and uh, it's the saying is, the hustle never ends. The <laughs> hustle never ends. I love it. I love it. Hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna make stuff up though. Shouldn't <laughs> uh, have said that. Should have just made stuff up. That would have been way funnier. <laughs> Can we edit that part out? I'm um I'm working on the Statue of Liberty. I'm getting all the rust off. I should be done next week. <laughs> right? Yeah, it's just funny. I was I was working on the Eiffel Tower myself, but you know so I was flying funny. back and forth from France to home every day. You know. So funny you say that. <laughs> That's it's ridiculous because neither one of you guys are close to those. I have. However, been working on the Golden Gate Bridge. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that paint doesn't get on by itself, you know. No, it's 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 a constant battle. So, <laughs> so Bill, what are you actually working on? Uh, what am I actually working on? Well, I just finished. I'm really proud of uh, my my entry for Izzy Swan's uh, design challenge. Uh, that that was a lot of fun. I was glad I got that in, and uh, I'd like to plug that real quick too, boys and girls. Uh, Izzy may or may not extend it, depending upon how many entries he gets. But if you're waiting to the last minute, I think you might have like an hour or two left to get it done. Not, um, not by the time this airs. <laughs> oh yeah, never mind. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, yeah. So anyway, um, all right, guys. So yeah, I, I got the, got that done, and uh, I will be starting on a. Uh, um, a, a wardrobe that I've been I've talked about before in the past, but I'm actually got this month to actually finish it, and that'll be that'll be fun. I've I've got a little bit of a renewed enthusiasm about building this wardrobe, so 
that, that's pretty much all I'm doing. I, I, again, I feel like a, a super lazy compared to young Duresta over there. <laughs> Tim, what are you working on? Um, uh, some stuff. Things. <laughs> okay, my turn. Uh, Go ahead. <laughs> hey Tim, I just saw I just saw on Facebook right before we started the uh, the vertical Legos you're doing with your son. That's pretty cool. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, we were playing Legos. That's what, you, Matt's like building the world over there, and I'm playing with Legos with my five year old. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, we have that uh, that box. I I built him that box to keep all because I was stepping on the Legos there everywhere. So there are all these like boxes yeah. that go inside there, and I made the the platform that slides in like a door. There's a video somewhere about it, just him showing it off, and it's really cute. And yeah. so we always take the, yeah. the door off and build on it, and then we could never put the door back in because there's always something on it. And then all of a sudden, for whatever reason, we actually clean it up, had the door off. I put it in, and I was like, dude, let's build sideways. And he's like, yeah. And I can't believe I'm 42 years old. I've been playing with Legos for, you know, 41 and a half years, and I never thought of building with them sideways before. You know, it's awesome. It's genius, dude. It's genius. <laughs> yeah. Brilliant. It is really cool. I, I was kind of jealous that I couldn't do it myself. Come on over. <laughs> <laughs> it's fun. Up on the bus. Yeah, you'll be here in a few days. It's only halfway across the country. Yeah. I think it's the whole way across <laughs> I just, the country. I, I think it's the whole much. way, yeah. yeah. I live where you used to. Not yeah. <laughs> that far. Oh, you're but, in, um, yeah, you're no. in upstate here, right? I'm in Connecticut. Oh, you're in Connecticut. Okay. Yeah, I got yeah it's, it's about as far from the city as upstate, but it's not New York. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's uh, it's New York, New York East, you know. Um, but what I have it's been working on... It's the wannabe is, New York. No, what, half of half of Connecticut is like the bedroom to New York. New York City, like Fairfield County, where I was, where I grew up, or where I used to live. And then I'm in the other half now, which is like the more like the wannabe Massachusetts. <laughs> and and someone and someone's gonna be pissed off that I just said all that. <laughs> all right, we don't have any listeners in Massachusetts anyway. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Great. Um, but get the emails. Yeah, yeah. To, and, and send them to uh, Phil at reclaimedaudiopodcast.com. And uh, and what I've been working on is a few little projects here and there. But my main thing that's been consuming me is I've been rebuilding my workshop, and uh, I've I've ripped out my whole giant workbench, and I've been revamping it, and. Uh, and I've I've almost got. A, I'll do maybe a short little tour video showing what and why I I did what I did. But uh, I don't know if I will or not. No, you but, should. That's cool. I but think a lot of people would appreciate that. Yeah, I mean it'll it'll be evident in in upcoming videos. You know that things have no, changed. No, but the now. why and the how. I think that's interesting for people. Maybe. I would be. I yeah. would find that interesting. Okay. Yeah. I mean, basically. I agree. I agree. Cool. Cool. You know, I, I just because what happened was when I moved into that shop, I just I was excited to have all the space. I went from a one car garage to basically like a two and a half car garage amount of space and plus storage, and so I was excited. So I just built a, a, a like a pornographically large table, and I just put all my tools around it. And I was I was like, I'm gonna have the biggest workbench known to man, you know, and and it was great for a while, but now I was getting to the point where I was like, you know, I was welding on one side of the table and working with wood on the other side of the table. There's risks, and you know, and and I uh, just wasn't conducive to being efficient, so I decided to sort of. And then I also like I could never like because there's these beams in the middle of the shop, like dead center that hold up the roof. You know, I couldn't. Uh, I and my table was in the middle. I couldn't use that to for like sliding sheets of plywood across the table saw. I had to move the table saw into the center of the half, so there wouldn't be a pole in the way to get the full efficiency of the table saw. You know, mm -hmm. the table saw has to have like four feet on either side, really. You know, at least. Yeah. You know, so do I, you, um, Tim, do you OCD much? Not at all. 
I don't think you've given this enough thought. I think you should take a couple days. <laughs> yeah, maybe yeah, I should tear it apart. I've got four inches on either side of my table saw. So, <laughs> dude, I'm I'm right there with you, Tim. I'm I'm doing the exact same thing right now. I'm kind of renovating, remodeling, re redoing, reorganizing everything in the shop right now. And uh, real quick, I just want to get this out there because I get a lot of questions about the size of my shop and the size of my workbench and all that. And the, the number one and number two questions I get are how high are my ceilings and how big is my workbench? So just to get it out there, my ceilings are about 15 to 16 foot high and my workbench is two pieces of plywood. And that's the main workbench. So everyone that keeps asking, I, I, I respond to respond to everybody. It's starting to get out of control. Uh, those are the main sizes, but I'm doing a lot of really cool stuff in the shop. And again, just like Tim just said, I'm probably not going to film all of it, but I'll probably do an overview video just kind of explaining why I did the stuff I did because I also think that's really interesting on why people set up their shops the way they do and and why, you know, I just, I just find that very interesting because everyone's shop is different. And there's a reason for that. Everyone's workflow is different. Everyone's, you know, type of work is different. The way they work is different. So I, I find all of that interesting. And I think you could learn a lot from seeing how other people's shops workflow is and how they will be putting out a video pretty soon on just, yeah. Say, Matt, Matt and Tim, I want cool. you guys to both think about yeah, yeah. Um, it's not the size of the workbench. It's yeah. what it's you, how you use it. it. Yeah. yeah. It's how you use it. Yep. It's how you use it. Yeah. yeah. So that's just my little two cents worth there. Okay, yeah, that's that's how much that was worth. But um, let me just. <laughs> just so quick. <laughs> let me try to just keep things moving a little bit. Yeah, uh, what have you been working up? We have yeah. Oh, thanks for yeah, asking, Tim. Oh, hey, remember me? <laughs> Anyways. Who's who's gonna replace this week? <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like me. <laughs> I got a whole flurry of uh, step stool orders, so that's mixing things up a little bit. So I got uh, three orders for step stools last week and another couple of whiskey boxes this weekend, so that's that's what I'm working on. But what I am excited about is that I'm excited again. Yay! So kinda, yeah! Yeah, no, it's it's nice that it came back, you know, and um, and I think my trick to doing that was getting my wife's car out of the garage so that I could have more room to sort of work but before, I was trying to keep the car in there and work. No, go. It's got to go. And uh, also, I think I'm seeing the light because I think we're like T-minus three weeks until spring. So yeah. I gave her the deadline of March 21st. Once that happens, she's parking outside, you know, rain or shine. So then I can do what you guys are doing now, which is a nice little reorg. Just get everything out there again and really, you know, get back into my flow. So yeah. I'm excited for that. Like spring is the time of year to do all that anyway. So it's right on, Phil. Good job. Yeah. Yeah. Good for you, buddy. Thanks. Thanks, guys. So now that we've discussed what we're working on, let's get into this topic. And I think this one's going to be super, super interesting thanks to our guest this week. And we're talking about legacy and what that means as far as the making community, the generations, the change. But um, I'm gonna let uh, I'm gonna let Tim elaborate on this one because I think this one was yours and let's uh, let's hear from the man. Well, yeah, I you know we we've been wanting to have monthly guests like one a month and uh, Matt was our our 
choice for this month because we were thinking about um, the generations. Like recently, for me, in the past month or so, I've you know been into a couple workshops of people that have passed, and I've accumulated some of the tools, and I've been sort of getting them out to other people. And um, and then I have also been having, as I always do, my five-year-old son in the shop. I'm somewhere in the middle, you know. My my, I have you know grandparents and great grandparents that did stuff and and whatever. And now we have we have Matt here, who is like, bam, like right in the middle of all of it. He watches Vance Maker videos and like totally gets them and relates them. I, I think he's like Vance's biggest fan, which I love. How I love that too, by the yeah. way, Matt. And then but then am. Matt also. <laughs> Cheers, man. But then Matt also grew up in the in the I don't want to say the shadows, but next to um, these two makers, you know uh, that I don't know some some of you may have heard of one of them. I don't know, and uh, <laughs> and, uh, and and then also I know that your grandfather Matt as well is um is you know was a, a kind of handy guy and, and this and that. So you have this whole all these generations of makers. So now that Matt's here, I wanted to I wanted to see you know how first off, Matt, how old are you? I'm 26. Okay, that's about what I thought. Um, and uh, so, you know, you're kind of like right in the middle of it. Uh, so I, we're, I'm curious about your view of that, like seeing your grandfather and, and you know, your father and your uncle, um, you know, and the, sort of growing up around that. How did that shape you as a maker? Yeah, definitely. Well, it's a lot... It's a lot different than uh, what a lot of people think. You know, a lot of people think that I just grew up around Jimmy my whole life and kind of learned everything from Jimmy, and that's how I kind of know everything, what I know now and how to make stuff. But that's not really how it went down. Um, when I was younger, about Vance's age, you know, uh, my dad and Jimmy's parents got divorced real young, so they had two separate houses. So whenever we would go and visit Jimmy and my dad's dad, my grandfather, uh, Joe, Joe DeResta, whenever we'd go and visit Joe DeResta's house, the first thing I would do is run downstairs into the basement workshop, and I would stay down there from the second we got there till the second we left. And he had a basement workshop that was packed. I mean, completely packed with tools and and everything you could think of and the really really cool thing about it is every time I went over there he was he was kind of into something new like like one month we'd go over there and, and he'd be all into uh, you know glass art and 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 soldering glass and 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 dyeing glass and uh, you know changing the colors of glass and then we'd go back, and he'd be he'd be working on other stuff, working with trying to work with lathes and practicing that stuff. And you know, he was kind of always the handyman around his neighborhood. He was always kind of the fix-it guy. Uh, he did a lot of construction work growing up. So so it really kind of the seed of making stuff kind of got started going over to my grandpa's house when I was a little kid, about Vance's age. Um, and just being in a workshop and just, I just remember just loving it. The smells, <laughs> the wood, the, the sawdust. I know this sounds so ridiculous. And, no, you know, no, no. <laughs> That's why we do it too, man. <laughs> you forget who you're talking to, pal. <laughs> but, but just being in this workshop, you know, I love it. And I have, pic I have pictures right here of, 
and on the fridge in the in the kitchen, you know, of me at Vance's age, I was about five or six, just literally hot gluing pieces of wood together and making little houses and, you know, trying to make my name out of little pieces of wood that were just scraps for him. But, you know, for me, I was, I was creating something. I was making something. Um, then move forward, we, me, my dad, and I have, I have two younger sisters and my mom. We moved out of Long Island, New York City area. We moved to upstate New York. My dad was a New York... Uh, he was a New York policeman. Uh, we moved upstate, and once we moved upstate, you know, we were living in a little apartment, and then we found a place on a farm. So we lived on a house on a giant farm with animals and everything. Wow. And it just so happened to be that another guy that lived on the farm was a woodworker, and he rented out of space on this farm and it was his workshop, and he made rustic furniture. That's all he did. And basically the tables that you see me, like the standard tables that you see me posting online and on Instagram, that kind of style, that's exactly what he did, except in New York. And that's where my dad kind of learned how to make all these tables. So that's jumping forward a couple of years. Then jumping forward another couple of years, we moved out to California. My dad got a huge sitcom deal, a huge TV deal, so we left New York. I was about uh, 13, I think, 13 or 14. Uh, we moved away. So, you know, being around Jimmy and being around my grandfather, it really didn't happen at all. You know, it happened when I was younger, but as I was getting older, it, it, it stopped happening, basically. You know, I didn't get to see them that often at all. I mean, we went back for weddings and stuff like that, but, you know, everyone thinks I literally grew up my whole life in Jimmy's workshop. It didn't go down like that. Right. So shoot forward another couple years. My dad did a couple really big movies. He did a couple TV shows. Then he did all the TV shows with Jimmy, the Trash to Cash, all those shows, and then... You know, uh, Hammered, he did a show uh, called American Body Shop on Comedy Central. And between doing comedy and uh, acting, you know, just to make extra money and also to have something to do, because there's a lot of downtime in between gigs when you're an actor and comedian, yep. he decided to start, you know, making rustic furniture. So in the backyard of our house in Studio City, California, he made a tiny little workshop, and he started making furniture. One of our neighbors saw one of the tables my dad made on the front stoop of our porch of our house, and he never had any intention of making them to sell them. He was just doing it as a hobby in between the comedy and the, and the movies, you know, just, just for something to do. So the neighbor saw it and said, oh, my God, where did you buy this? Where can I get one? I want one immediately. So my dad ended up selling that table to our neighbor, and that's how the business, the rest and son, custom woodwork got started. So shoot forward another two, three years, I started to, you know, kind of, I started to get back into the workshop, and I started to make, little tiny tables, you know, 
maybe six inches tall, six inches wide, just little tiny, tiny stuff because he didn't want me using, you know, the table saw and the big chop saw and all that stuff. Um, so I just started making little stuff, and that right there, that is when I got the maker bug, and I really, really, really got into making stuff. I would come home from middle school. I would come home from my early years in high school, and I would go right into the workshop, and I would make stuff. And I would, I would always, uh, we use uh, L-squares, you know, to make sure the legs are straight when you're building a table. Mm-hmm. And they would always fall over, like a framing square, you know, they're like an eighth inch wide. And mm-hmm. they always fall over because they're only an eighth inch wide. And I would, I would wake my mom up from a nap every single day. And she, and she hated it. She hated it. Um, but every day I would come home and make something. Then shoot forward another couple of years. My dad really has the business starting to grow. By this time, we've moved two or three times already. So we're at a new house with a bigger shop, a better shop. And, uh, you know, I made the decision in the head had to do you know what um what am i going to do work at a yoga i really didn't have any any motivation i really didn't have anything i really wanted to do i mean i've always wanted to edit and uh you know work in the movie and tv industry but you know that wasn't really working out so i decided to to go to work full time for my dad so that's when he really started teaching me all about woodworking and and all about making so most of basic skills and knowledge actually come from John DeResta and not Jimmy DeResta and a lot of people don't don't get that and don't understand that and even when I tell it to them they think I'm joking around with them they literally think I'm joking with them because on all the TV shows that you know Jimmy and my dad did together the producers my hands are in quotes right now, the producers, you know, they made my dad out to seem like the dumb guy who doesn't know how to make anything, you know what I mean? Which is not true at all. My dad is an amazing maker. So I learned basically all my basic making skills from John DeResta, not Jimmy DeResta. So we started out, we were full-time, we, we moved into a real workshop, and that was it. The business was was completely started. Uh, my dad's TV and movie career kind of kind of settled out and kind of wasn't really going anywhere. So we decided to put all of our energy into this business, making stuff and really making it work. And uh, about uh, about two years ago, we moved into the workshop that I'm in right now that you see in my videos. It's on the lot of a it's a used car lot in the center of North Hollywood. And on the back of the lot is a huge building and we rent out that huge building and we make everything out of there. And uh, real quick, I'll just jump jump back a tiny bit. Um, So again, I learned most of that stuff from my dad, and then I was on the phone with Jimmy one day, and he said, hey, I don't know if you know this or not, I've been seeing all the pictures you post of the stuff you guys have been making, you guys are getting really good, there's a whole community of makers online, you should check it out, I think it'd be something you'd really be interested in, 
because at this time I was always calling Jimmy for tips and advice and stuff like that. And he said, by the way, I have a YouTube channel. Check out my channel. You know, let me know what you think. And, and he told me, he said, dude, you should start a YouTube channel. He's, at this point, he was at like 20,000 subscribers. He said, I'm at about 20,000 subscribers, and, and I'm making stuff that I'd be making already for a customer, and I'm, I'm getting paid twice for it. So he, he was the one who convinced me to start a YouTube channel, and he was the one who uh, kind of showed me and introduced me to the maker community. I had no idea that there even was one. I had no idea that, that it was such a, a huge thing. And obviously, uh, you know, jump forward two, two, three years later, it's now it's a huge thing. Um, yeah. But yeah, that that's kind of my that's kind of my uh, maker history. It's kind of it's kind of different than a lot of people a lot of people think it is. Um, and then once I got into actually watching the videos and watching, you know, all of you guys and watching Jimmy's videos and, and you know, Matthias Swandell, you know, once I saw his videos, you know, my, my, my brain exploded. You know, it's, it, it took it to a whole nother level that, you know, you, like the stuff you could do with woodwork and metalwork, it's, it's it's limitless. It's limitless. You can literally build your own world. I know. I think I've heard you say that before, Tim, or maybe it was someone else. That uh, you know, you want to put these these tools in people's hands and 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 you know, let them build the world they want to. If it's if it's not the way it is, it's not the way they like right now. Yeah, that's my life. And you know, <laughs> okay, good. Um, and then you know, then obviously I got into saw Bob. I like to make stuff. David Pachudo, and I was lucky enough to, you know, I am lucky enough to be Jimmy Deresta's nephew. I do want to put that out there that I realize I am very lucky to be <laughs> the ultimate maker, God's nephew. I know. I know. I've. I know. I've gotten probably way further than I ever would have if I had no relationship to Jimmy Duresta. I know that. I know all that stuff. Well, well, I might have to disagree with you there. I mean, yes, you do have a little bit of an advantage because of the last name, but you are your own maker, and I've I've been a fan of yours since the beginning. I think, and Matt, you've grown. Oh, you're wrong. You have your own style. It's your own thing. You're, you're Matt. You're, you know, I mean, like I said, yeah, Jimmy's your uncle. That's right. But you're your own dude, man. You're your own maker. And to say that you wouldn't have gotten as far, nah, I don't buy that. I, I, I think you've got everything you need to to keep growing, and uh, it has nothing to do with your uncle. So this is my I opinion, really, which means nothing, really, by the way. Yeah, I re it means uh, two cents. Uh, but I really that was that was a callback from the beginning of the show. You're a comedy fan. I love it. Good for you. Um, but yeah, thank you. I really appreciate that. And real quick, there was one thing I jumped over that just popped into my head. Uh, obviously, you know, uh, about four years ago, we did Dirty Money, which was a TV show that me, my dad, and my uncle did on Discovery Channel. And that whole process, you know, that that also super kickstarted my uh, 
you know, my my uh, my whole maker outlook on things and the way things are done and the stuff Jimmy did on that show was so so amazing. See, I held it for you, Phil. I appreciate it. It was so amazing, <laughs> so amazing. And uh, you know, I got to be a part of it. I got to help do all this stuff. You know, a lot of it they cut out because they wanted to make my character. I don't know what they were trying to do with my character, but whatever. That's a that's a whole nother podcast episode. Um, but you know, me and David Welder were right there making all this stuff the whole time with Jim. You know, we were the Cadillac bench, you know, I got the sand and polyurethane, all that, you know, that that stuff that you don't get to do on a normal day. I mean, you could if you, you know, you have money and time and stuff like that, but, you know, when you're on a TV show set and, you know, you're able to make all these crazy cool things, uh, so yeah, that really jump-started a lot of stuff for me and, and uh, you know, really... Uh, Really made me uh, just appreciate and uh, really love the whole uh, the whole making it making it you know scene thing whatever you want to call it. Uh, I know making it now a uh, a podcast. So how about we say reclaimed audio instead? Yes, sir. <laughs> so so Matt, I, I uh, getting your history is is amazing. But let me let me ask you something because I I think Tim and I and, and even Jimmy are all about the same age in, in our generation of um, coming up into making and building things with the tools and the technology we had completely different I think with your generation and as far as like I didn't you know I didn't grow up with a with a cell phone I mean I, I mean I I actually remember life before cable TV so, yeah. You got to see like your grandfather's generation of his tools, his style. You got your, your dad and your uncle, their generation. Now it's it's yours. And you can even see in the future where Vance is going to come up and have you know what yeah. I mean? Generational maker happening. What do you notice that you have that maybe your 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 uncle and your dad and even your grandfather didn't have? How does that yes. Uh, yes. Uh, can you hear me? Okay, you were breaking up for a little bit. Yeah, I can hear you good. Can you, you hear me? Uh, yeah. Oh, okay, got it. I just wanted to make sure. Uh, yes, I would say the number one thing is is the internet and YouTube. Literally, you know, I'll be in the middle of a project, and uh, you know, I can't think of anything right now, but just say it's uh, I need to make a, you know. Whatever, uh, just to, for lack of a better term, I need to make, uh, how do you make a 45-degree angle on a table saw? I literally type it into my phone, and, uh, you know, about two minutes later, I know how to do it. You know, that is a huge advantage that my dad, my uncle, my grandfather, that you guys did not have growing up when you were my age, younger, you know, you did not have that advantage. Yeah. And there is so many times that literally I just stop, go to YouTube, and I, I learn how to do something, and then literally 10 minutes later, I'm doing it. You know, I, I teamed up with Longevity. They sent me out a welder, a plasma cutter. They're sending me a TIG welder. I didn't know how to do any of this stuff. 
All hey, I did was you, go to you. Can you tell them that Bill Lutz needs a plasma cutter? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, it's funny that I keep saying longevity, their headquarters, uh, their office is like uh, that. Their office is like a mile and a house. Are they? Yeah. yeah. Tell them that I'll Bill Lutz is going to be there on Thursday morning with a pickup I'll I'll talk to you I'll talk to you later, but I'll try and get you hooked up, dude. Uh, um, that's cool. But yeah, literally, uh, that's cool. yeah, yeah, no worries. Literally, the fact that I could just look something up and know how to do it ten minutes later, I think that's the biggest advantage. And then when it comes to Vance, he's what five years old? Yeah. Vance yeah. is five, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he'll be six in April. So smart. <laughs> He is so smart and so advanced and so ahead of his age. I, I don't know if it's if it's your father skills, if it's his genes, but that five-year-old kid. I just want to tell you that. And and just to project into the future, I I can't even imagine when he is 26 the type of stuff that's going to be going on with 3D printers and and CNC machines and all this stuff and the whole maker universe, how it's going to be when he's my age. I, it's, I can't even imagine what it's going to be like. Obviously, I'll, hopefully I'll still be alive and making. Um, but uh, while we're talking about Vance, real quick, I just want to say the, back to the beginning of the podcast, I am Vance's number one fan. Um, <laughs> I still haven't got a Vance sticker, which kind of sucks, but it's oh. all right. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't think I have one either. Don't worry. No, I I'm said you won, didn't I? No, I didn't. I didn't. No, we, 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 we ran out. <laughs> I'm totally kidding. I'm totally I'll, kidding. I'll send you one of the wood ones. I'll, I'll send you one of the wood ones there. The uh, okay. Bill stamp. Oh yeah, and I just ordered. Uh, I just ordered 250 stickers, my first ever stickers. So I'll get all you guys hooked up once I get them in. Nice. Oh, um, looks great. Yeah, go. You should go stand out there right now. I'll be right there. <laughs> <laughs> it, it it is exciting to think about what Vance's maker world is going to be like if he if he chooses to do that. I mean, it's. All, all the kind words, thank you, and uh, I can't take, you know, I can maybe take half the credit. My wife should probably take more than half the credit, though, uh, yeah. for him. And, and you know, I just, I just get him, you know, when I, when I get him. And, I mean, obviously, I see him every day. He lives here. <laughs> just, to be, just, to, just to be clear, we're talk, we're, this isn't a biology thing we're talking about. We're talking about influence, right? Yes, exactly. <laughs> this, is more, this is more nurture than nature, I think. Yeah. Oh, but you know he he is uh, he's sort of like our little like science experiment in some ways. And my wife is a teacher; she's a school teacher um, by okay. trade, and so she's smart. And then I'm like I'm sort of outside the box kind of a guy, and uh, you know, and, and so I have my own like sort of different approach to things. And and we're between the two of us, I think we're we're making a pretty cool little kid there, you know, and. It'll, I'm I'm very excited to see what the future brings. I mean, for him as well as for all of us. Uh, and I I just hope I'm doing the right thing. And my idea is I don't I don't care about facts and figures. Uh, I care about ideas and excitement for life. You know, I want him to. I, I am excited every day. Like every day I go to my shop and I'm excited. And I want him to have that kind of. I want him to have 
that kind of life. Yeah. And I is is he genuinely excited to do all this stuff or like like is he the one that that says, "Hey dad, let's go out in the shop and make something" or do you kind of kind of push him in that direction? He loves going there. Uh, he's definitely young, so there are times where, it, you know, like, I, he can't do an eight-hour day, you know, so he definitely burns out, and he and he gets it out. You know, the attention span. But, um, no, he really genuinely wants to go, and the, he gets sad sometimes when he can't go, when he's like, I want to go to the shop with you tomorrow, Dad. I'm like, oh, Dad's really busy. I can't, you know, I have to, you know, work. And, and uh, but then there's, you know, there's other times he's, he's pretty well, well balanced. There's other times he just wants to be a kid too, you know. Um, but yeah, he has ideas. He has things he wants to make. Um, he made my one of my favorite things, and I think this might be the next fans maker video. He we rearranged his bedroom a little bit, and so now his clock is further away from his bed, away so, from he his bed. It, so he can't see it without his glasses. Without his glasses. So he made a table, so out, made of a table out of cardboard that he could put next to his bed and put his clock on. And it fell down, and you know. Twilight Zone. <laughs> That's and, uh, great, though. And yeah, so, I saw that. Um, yeah, I, t I took a picture of it. So, uh, well, uh, I think I think his next project, I'm gonna have him make a, a table out of out of wood and or metal. So, uh, you know, we'll see what happens. You know. Awesome. So, so he re he he actually has a uh, a motivation, and he actually wants himself. He actually wants to get out in the shop. That's 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 really cool. I I totally dig that. Yeah, he he likes working with. I mean, I think all kids do. Like you were talking about it when you were his age. That was like exciting for you to go to your grandfather's shop, you know. Yeah. And and create because and and I've said this before too that all kids are artists until life takes it away from them. <laughs> and like that's like sort of my mission, like to keep life from taking that away from him. I want every day to be an artistic and exciting. Day, whether it's you know working in an office or a bank or whatever he chooses to do with his life, I want him to have that excitement of like, well, what, what can I make happen today? Um, and so you know, in in to tying that into you, um, that's that's you know, and, and it was really fascinating hearing your history because it is different than I thought. We, I think that most of the world thinks that you grew up hanging out in Jimmy's shop, and um, yeah. just just because of the name, you know, you just assume things like, oh, well, he he's working with a table saw, he must hang out with Jimmy's shop all the time, and it, and it's really exciting to see that it's like, it, it is actually maybe you know. And real quick, real yeah, not to cut you off, I did I did hang out in Jimmy's shop, you know, a good amount of time. Sure. You know, we made yeah. guitars together. We you know we made all sorts of stuff, and I learned a lot from him. Mm. But it's just not. It's just not. You know, I didn't learn everything from him, and I wasn't there every day, as people would think. Hmm. This is yeah. a reclaimed audio exclusive, you know, uh, discovery about Matt <laughs> Teresa. So you heard it yeah. here first. Yeah. But, uh, yes. but you know, that's um, you know, that's what I think is interesting. I've, I lost my train of thought now. <laughs> but um, Sorry. we're tying it back to him. Yes. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> so Phil, what do you think about stuff? Stuff's cool. Yeah. You like we stuff? Heard, we haven't heard you talk in a while. <laughs> well, I don't think this one is mine yet. I I don't think my um my son's turning three in a couple of months, so I think it's a little early for me to pass on any kind of legacy to him. And Not frankly, my father wasn't really a maker, so my legacy is um or the one I've inherited is touches upon a lot of what um 
you know, Matt said, which is YouTube and the Internet and that kind of stuff. And right. despite what he said earlier, I'm still young enough to be part of that generation. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're, you're closer to Matt's generation than, than mine and Tim's. Yeah, maybe so. Well, I don't know. Um, but all to say is I do, I do follow, I do subscribe to that same learning model. When I want to know something, I check it out on YouTube, and well, so a couple minutes later, I'm just doing it. I've fixed faucets. I've uh, built yeah. tables, made chairs, yeah. you know, yeah. everything like that. And, and I think that's... YouTube is all of our legacies, you know, like that we've inherited. What an amazing, amazing time it is to be able to just sort of download knowledge into our brains and then use it a couple minutes later. So yeah. I am also super excited about what the future brings, but I'm even more excited about what the present can offer us. You know, in that same vein, um, you guys, uh, Matt, I don't know if you're going to, but Tim and Phil, you guys have a legacy that you can leave. Um, I, on the other hand, am not going to have children, um, so my legacy can be if I can if I can make a couple of videos that might actually be that legacy of some of my knowledge being passed on in that regard, as far as like you know through a YouTube video or something like that. It's kind of a neat way for me to to, to have a legacy, you know. For sure, yeah, That's immortality right there, my man. Yeah, I like that. I have a, I have no plans of having kids either, so. Yeah, well, you're only 12, yeah, you're, you're, so... You're, I know, you're... <laughs> I had no plans of having kids when I was 26 either, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> that just kind of sneaks up on you. <laughs> yeah, no, just one day you have kids. <laughs> and, you know, and, and you love it because as a as a maker, I mean, you talk about making something, yeah. you know? Yeah, that's, like, that's, that's the that's... ultimate thing right there. That's kind of the funnest thing to make, to be honest with you. Yeah, well, you know, everything about it, except for the... the I think, I think uh, Mike, Mike Laffey was talking about the whole process of making. <laughs> that process is pretty fun, too. Yeah, well, that's... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let's keep this G-rated, shall a, we? That's a different podcast, actually. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying, like Tim was saying, him and his wife are, are installing different things into Vance. And, you know, what are you guys talking about? My goodness. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Legacy, boys. Legacy. Legacy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you know the, the 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 YouTube thing is really interesting, indeed, and uh, and I do use that as as I'm sure we all do, which is why anybody's probably even listening to this podcast and they found it. But uh, it it is interesting, and and to think that my, you know, I mean, we always had it since Gutenberg created the printing press, but it was just a heck of a lot harder to get it, and not everybody could write it down. But now everybody can write it down. Everybody can record it. And uh, and so and I always like I talk about the hive mind, you know, that the hive mind that we have to tap into now is so flippin' amazing. I can't I can't even begin to think of what Vance is going to be tapping into when he's 26, you know. Yeah, yeah it's, just it's, go right into his brain. I mean, it's yeah. remarkable. It's going to be a whole new world, and I think it's going to be very exciting. If if he's still into it, you know, down the line, I think it's going to be very exciting. I don't even think it's just maker-centric. I mean, it's anything that he's into is going to be there. Yeah. If, you know, it's like there's so many, like we, you know, to, YouTube to us is different than what YouTube is to people that don't make stuff. They're all using That's YouTube true. for their own reasons, you know. Right. That's Physical fitness people or school teachers or, you know, people that are into animation, whatever. You, there's, there's a million subscribers to those channels too, and, you know, it's just amazing. Legacy, everyone. Legacy. <laughs> Legacy. What are we watching ourselves? Wait, 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 wait. I, I just thought of something. If you're so, going to ask what's a... 
No, I'm not going to ask what's a duresta. That's that's passe. <laughs> oh, is it? Okay. All right. Okay. Yeah. So, does having a legacy give you a leg up? Probably. What were you, what were you saying, Phil? <laughs> <laughs> I was to joke with you. Uh, I was I was going to blow past anything he was going to say, but I think in this case he's right. I think having a legacy does give you a leg up. Uh, you know, you inherit wait, wait, wait. something. Did you, did you guys just hear what Phil said? <laughs> no. <laughs> Booyah! Well, I can't take you seriously, because then you... Anyways, all right. Let's go on. <laughs> what are we watching? I'm going to go first, because I never do. I'm watching this German guy. His name is Marius Hornberger, and um, he's kind of kind of like a younger version of uh, Matthias in that he's like super engineering uh, focused but he loves woodworking and uh, and he's amazing. I just recently watched this um, this video that he did about a homemade dust collector that he built from scratch but very specific and he built in like a HEPA filter into the whole thing and he even built the garbage can out of strips of wood. I'm not describing it well, you have to see it, it's incredible. But he engineered this whole cam lift system to put the the dust receptacle flush into the. You have to see it, Marius Hornberger. I'll put in the links. He's what amazing. Who's next, Tim? Okay, I, well, I, I just I I, uh, I find guys like that so interesting. Like I just don't have the luxury, I guess, of just really getting into something like building a dust collector. And it, it is it is super exciting to watch that kind of stuff. You know, it really is like someone that just they have a day or two or seven to put into that. You know, when because uh, that's sort of what I'm all about is in a lot of ways is like not going to the store to buy something. So that's like really exciting. I want to watch that. Um, <clears throat> I want to mention uh, a channel. His name is Hassan Abu Ismero, but he tags everything Habu, uh, and you know, I think he's a, a um, I think he's a Duresta fan. I've seen a couple things that he's done. I'm like, oh, those might be. He might have picked those up from some of the dress tips that I, you know, things that I picked up. Um, so, uh, but his name is, uh, yeah, Habu, I guess is what he calls his channel. And he, I don't know what country he's in, um, but he's a, a maker and he makes not only reclaimed, his latest video is a pallet table, uh, which is pretty cool. And, but the video that really uh, got me was he made that, I forget the brand name, but there's that belt sander that, um, that, uh, that Jimmy, your your uncle has that you know that really cool belt sander. Yeah, yeah, the Beaumont. Uh, yeah, Beaumont, I think it is. Yeah, I think that is the name yeah. of it. He made a belt sander in that style from scratch for like twenty bucks. And That's it, so awesome. Yeah, and it's I mean the video blew up too. It's got a bunch of views and and it's it was like, you know tedious, a lot of work, but. It's that's a you know a pretty amazing feat, and uh, so I definitely recommend checking that out. Um, so his name is yeah, Hassan Abu Ismero. The link will be in the description. And his, yes. or Habu. Habu. The Lutz. Well, you know, I have been revisiting one of my favorite makers. Um, and I, he's also hit a milestone recently with over 50,000 subscribers. Uh, he's got a new job on uh, a podcast that's been around for a while. You, you guys may have heard of it. It's uh, Got a guy by the name of Spagnolo, I think, is in there. But anyway, uh, Matt Cremona, uh, if if you want to talk about a traditional fine woodworker, uh, he's he's one of my all-time favorites. 
And again, I've been revisiting some of his past builds. We all, and I'm sure everybody's seen or heard about his um, the big um, secretary desk. But you know, one of my favorites that he did was a, it was a simple, it's like a bench that he did some neat angles yeah. on it. And yeah, you remember that? Yeah, and, uh, I, love I that. just I ran across that. I watched it again. Then I watched it again and again. It's just I, I love Matt. He is such a great guy. I'm happy that his business is growing. I'm happy. That he's uh, having the success he is, and if if he's listening, maybe I can get one of those really super cool Cremona stickers. Yeah, I want one too. I may not rank that high in his eyes, but I, I'm a big fan of his. So Matt Cremona, kids, and Tim, were you saying something about the Cremona name is uh, actually? Well, Matt. Famous? Yeah, Matt, if you actually listen to this podcast, I'd be curious to know because uh, from a, the musical background that I have, I know Cremona is a is a name, I guess it's a town in Italy, I think, but the Cremona Violin Makers, um, and I'm wondering if you have any relation to them whatsoever because that was the first thing I noticed the first time I'd heard of you or found you and subscribed to you was that, that Cremona name, and it's like, oh, this guy's coming from this, like, you know, 20 generations of fine woodworking guys, and I wonder if you actually do or not, so you'll have to let us know. Talk about legacy, huh? Mm. I definitely know that Matt is a woodworking prodigy. Like he's under thirty, but oh, you yeah. know, he 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 works as though he's been doing this for like thirty, forty years. Well, it's that's what I mean. A, it's, it's, it might be DNA. It might be genetic at this point. Because oh, that Cremona be. line. That's what that's what I'm curious about. Like if there's actually some genetic modification that's been made to people of the Cremona family that this makes them friggin' awesome woodworkers. You know, I don't know. I think I think it's spaghetti. <laughs> Spaghetti O's. <laughs> Spaghetti No, okay? Spaghetti No. Okay. How about uh, you, Matt? Matt DeResta, what are you watching on YouTube? Uh, also in a similar vein of an awesome, awesome, awesome woodworker, I have recently been watching a lot of Kyle Toth's videos. Word. Um, Ooh. You know, I kind of went back into his library of videos and kind of just started from the beginning and caught all the way up to everything new. Um, and the stuff he does is, is really, really, really cool and so creative. He is such a creative Unreal. guy. Unreal. Mm. Yeah, he, is, he really is. He's the real deal, I'll put it that way. Yeah. And uh, video, the Taurus. Can you believe yeah, oh that thing? God. Dude. Like 5,000 pieces of wood that he had to glue together to make it? I don't know how he has the patience for some of the stuff he does, but he is amazing. All that leopard stuff he does. Yeah. That's, he, that's the word that you hit the nail on the head with, and that's patience. Yeah. yeah. Because yeah. what he does, it was like 2,340 pieces for that, for that Taurus. The leopard stuff that you're talking about that he does with like the teeny tiny Dremel yeah. router. and yeah. Oh, my God. I... I I don't even have the patience to finish watching the video, but this guy spent hours and hours and hours doing it. It's a, yeah, it, it blows I didn't, I didn't mean to be derogatory. I think he's incredible. I just I think the talent that he has above anything else is patience, though. Yes. Yeah, definitely. And, uh, you know, also, not just his skills as a maker, as a woodworker, his, uh, I, I really, really, really dig his, uh, his video editing and his video production and you know, the music he uses and, and the way he, you know, he'll strap a GoPro to a piece of wood and flip it in the air, you know, it, it's, it's, it's just so much fun to watch. I think his videos, he, he got it down to such a fun place, such a fun, such a fun vibe and a fun thing to watch 
and you're watching something that's that that's so incredible and and that that such little people in the world could actually do and make in such a fun way I think that's what draws me to him so much and he actually he lives in California as well and he lives in I think Torrance which is only about uh, I believe about like 60 miles from me so we've been talking a little bit and I think I'm gonna go down there and check out his shop and his showroom that he has upstairs and uh, maybe try and get him to come up here to LA check out our shop and uh, you know, hopefully team up, do something together. Maybe I can learn something from them. Awesome. Uh, maybe vice versa. We'll see what happens. Yeah, I'd love to meet the guy and you know just kind of kind of get into his head and then his thought process and how his mind works. So I'm very interested in how other people's minds and brains work. It uh, it interests me a lot. Yeah, likewise, that'd be cool. Yeah, yeah. Future of the same age too. Yeah, another, another legacy reference as far as like generational. Yeah, um, and Macromona. And Macromona. That's yeah, true. Yeah. You're just old, Tim. Maybe that's all this is all about. You and I are just old. That's that's what the, the legacy. It, it's it's our legacy because we're just. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm lost in the middle. Point. Us young guys are taking over. Please you know do. All I can say is. You young guys are welcome because Tim yeah. and I pretty much paved the way for you. So you know, I'm not that old, Bill. I don't. <laughs> Stop <laughs> rounding them up. Yeah. You're you're rounding me up to you. I'm rounding myself down to Phil. I don't know. <laughs> that's a, that's a big round there, pal. Hey, it's not that big. What is it? Five, six years? Yeah, I'm forty. I'm forty-two. I'm 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 so really seven years. Up. Actually, I'm turning thirty-six in a couple of months. So well, yeah, forty. Not that far. Yeah. You guys are still young, man. No, I, I absolutely am, and you know what keeps yeah. me young is is the way that I I live my life. That I'm always new at what I'm doing. And, Are uh, you a vegan? Uh, vegetarian. I was a vegan for a while, but I'm I'm just a vegetarian now. I eat the eggs from the chickens at my shop there. <laughs> okay, now I got to tune out of the show. What? <laughs> uh, <I'm> totally, <laughs> don't worry, he's the only one. Yeah, no, I'm uh, the only one. <laughs> I'm totally kidding. I I think that's totally awesome, and you know whatever works. For, for each particular person works for them. Uh, that's really cool. Well, you know, I don't I don't like preach because everybody's got their own thing. You know, I, I totally get it. But uh, but I will say, if you are an environmentalist, you should think about what you're doing. What you're yeah doing. yeah. You know, that's that's yeah. all. Yeah. I think about it as I'm eating it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know I you. Think this is delicious. <laughs> Hey my guys. environment, my environment is really good right now. With this. <laughs> <laughs> Bill's hey at the barbecue. I want to say real quick that I really appreciate you guys having me on, and uh, you know it was a lot of fun. Phil and Tim, you guys are awesome guys. It's great to talk to you and see you face to face. Uh, that other guy who's just been sitting in, he's whatever. <laughs> <laughs> No, Thanks for being on that. We really appreciate it. Yeah, this was a lot of fun, and, and I wish I could hang out longer, but I, I really got to run. I got to head back to the shop. So uh, then real quick, why don't you plug your social media, and then you can take off. Yeah, yeah sounds great. Uh, you can get to my website at mattderesta.weebly.com. Uh, that'll take you to everything Matt Deresta. Uh, if you just want to go to my YouTube, it's youtube.com slash Mr. Matt DeResta. 
And real quick, uh, let me just bring up my Patreon so I can give them a shout-out. I have the page right here. One second. want to give a shout-out to all of my Patreons, all five of them. Um, but, you know, everyone matters. Uh, so, yeah, Jeremy White, thank you so much, buddy. Kirk Fry. You're the man. Paul John, you are awesome. Kevin Curtez, Curtis, if I butchered that, I am very sorry. I really appreciate your support. Bryce, you're the man. You've been with me for a long time. David McCauley, I think you were the first one. You're the man, brother. And Flock Roll, thank you so much for uh, all the love. You know, you guys, that, that, that even motivates me right there. Even if it's a dollar, five dollars, whatever, that's, that's motivation to keep going and make better videos. And uh, everyone that sends me emails and uh, Instagram and Facebook and Twitter messages and, you know, and uh, YouTube comments, uh, I try to reply to as many as I can and I try to reply to all of them, but it's starting to get to the point now where I almost can't. But I really, really, really do take a lot of time to answer all of those, and I really appreciate everyone's support and everyone's love towards what I do. You guys rock, and I really love you guys, and I love you guys, I love you guys, I love you guys. <laughs> Matt, Matt you're, an, you're an amazing young maker, and uh, I for one appreciate what you do for the community. Uh, I don't personally like you very much, but uh, <laughs> I love your work. <laughs> it wasn't very nice. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. You shouldn't treat our guests that way. Let's hey. talk about our channels for one quick sec, and then we'll yeah. then we can all uh, you know sign off here. So um, our channels on Instagram, Periscope, Twitter. I am at Phil Pinsky. My YouTube is Jake and Emmy's Dad. Uh, Tim, you are I'm actually not... Tim underscore Sway on Instagram. I discovered. No, I'm actually at Phil Pinsky. No, <laughs> and yeah. uh, right, that's uh, Jake cool. and Emmy's Dad is my Instagram. Mm-hmm. I'll take that. that. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm basically Jake and Emmy's um, bastard brother. So. <laughs> I was going to say uh, surrogate uncle, which might be a nicer way of saying it. But oh, okay. You know, I'll take that's because you're, you're Canadian. Yeah, sorry. Um, iTunes. Guys, get on there. Leave us a review. It really, really helps in getting more earballs listening to this channel. Patreon.com slash Reclaimed Audio. We really appreciate those of you who support, and we look forward to getting more support so we can continue getting awesome guests like Matt DeResta who are not cheap, guys. Come on, help us out here. <laughs> yeah, you don't even want to know what it costs me to have this guy on the show. <laughs> yeah. A couple hey. of favors that are going to be expensive to pay back. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening, guys. Bye, everybody. Bye. Love you. You guys rock. Thanks, Keep Matt. Be good, living. man. Keep on living and, uh, you know, love life.